I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 37. If you missed the pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what I call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above, which is where the name of the podcast comes from, Colossians 3, 1 and 2. Set your minds and your hearts on things above. I've really come to believe that the most important aspect of our discipleship is what happens in our mind. What happens in our minds influences emotions, actions, choices, behaviors, I've really come to believe we need to learn how to set our minds on things above each and every day. So my goal is to set my mind on things above. Today's thought from above comes from Dr. Paul Brand. Pain is the gift nobody wants. I think it's fairly safe to say that no one likes pain. From a stomach ache to a hangnail to a migraine to an ear infection, pain is something we naturally avoid. In fact, when we experience pain, most all of us do what we can do to remedy it. I mean, we just want it to go away. Not long ago, I was really sick. I don't get sick much, but man, I had a stomach flu and it lasted nearly two weeks. Left me bedridden and I was nauseous most of the time. At one point, when the pain was at its worst, I resorted to prayer. I was like, God, please take the pain away. So, while pain is not something anyone wants, pain is, in fact, a necessary part of life. Let me tell you the amazing story of Dr. Paul Brand. He is a man I had the privilege of meeting way back in 1996. Dr. Paul Brand was born in England in 1914. His parents were missionaries, and he grew up in India until he was nine years old. He then moved to England, where he trained to be a physician, and he studied there from 1923 to 1946. After World War II, he then returned to India and served as the very first professor of orthopedics and hand research at the Christian Medical College in Velour, India. Dr. Brand's area of expertise was the hand. In fact, no one knew more about the human hand than Dr. Brand. By the time he left India in 1965, at the age of 51, he had performed thousands of reconstructive and other surgical procedures. But his greatest accomplishment was how he used that reconstructive surgery to cure one of the world's worst diseases in human life, leprosy. Now, this was a time when no one treated lepers. Most people assumed that leprosy was an uncurable disease. Leprosy was, for centuries, Going back to the time of Jesus, thought to be contagious, people with leprosy were put in colonies and and avoided like the plague. At first, Dr. Brand began treating those with leprosy by using new surgical methods he developed to straighten crooked bones. He created tests to measure both muscle strength and sensation to determine the proper medical intervention. Notice that key phrase, to measure sensation. Dr. Brand was the first to prove that the loss of fingers and toes in leprosy patients was not caused by decaying flesh, as was assumed, but was caused by infections that were untreated because of a lack of sensation. 
there's that word again, a lack of sensation. Dr. Brand's research proved that the leper's malformations were tied to their loss of the ability to feel pain. He later referred to his discovery as the gift of pain. He found that leprosy numbed the sensation of pain in parts of the body to the point where the patients were actually injuring themselves because of their insensitivity. What Dr. Brand discovered that no one else did was that leprosy affects the nervous system, which triggers tissue damage that then escalates when its victims cannot feel the pain. Dr. Brand was the first to recommend what could be done to heal people with leprosy and thus prevent its spread. Dr. Brand's work pioneered the research that ultimately led to the cure of leprosy. And it was all because he discovered the gift of pain. Dr. Brand would later write a book titled Pain, The Gift Nobody Wants. One of his most famous quotes, Dr. Brand writes this, God designed the human body so that it is able to survive because of pain. When I met Dr. Brand, he'd recently co-authored one of my favorite books of all time, titled Fearfully and Wonderfully Made, co-written with Phil Yancey. I highly recommend that book, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. In that book, Dr. Brand goes into great detail describing the amazing complexity of the human body. He was so gracious, he spoke to me and my students for over an hour, and by the end of it, we sat in awe at the wonder of the human body. You know, there's 37 trillion cells in your body. I find that amazing. We are indeed fearfully and wonderfully made. I marvel at the gift of sight, hearing, smell, touch. I'm astounded at the complexity of each organ in my body, even though I don't know how it works. I mean, right now, your lungs are taking in air, your heart is beating, and every 23 seconds, your blood circulates through your entire body. Amazing. But one thing I find hard to give thanks for is the gift of pain. As I said earlier, pain is something I avoid. But just like those suffering from leprosy, the ability to feel pain is a gift. That's because pain is a signal that alerts us that something is wrong. It tells us something needs to be healed. Pain is actually our friend. Pain is, as Dr. Brand wrote, a gift even if nobody wants it. I mean, if you could not feel pain, you would not be able to know that something's wrong. In fact, most people only see a doctor when they feel pain. And this pain is what the doctor then uses to find out what's wrong and ultimately finds a way to heal it. What's true on the physical level is also true on the emotional and spiritual level. I began my search for God when I could no longer live with the pain of my inner emptiness. Now, I wasn't physically ill. Had I gone to the doctor, he would have said, gee, Jim, nothing's wrong with you. But I felt an inner pain, and it was real. And that pain drove me to find a cure. As St. Augustine famously wrote, You have made us for yourself, O God, and our hearts are restless until we find our rest in you. My restless heart was a kind of pain, and it would not relent until I found my rest in God. I thank God for that pain. When we suffer pain in our relationships, 
when our marriages are fractured, we're driven, we hope, to find a cure. When we feel grief or sadness, it's a kind of pain that indicates something isn't right. Those who seek counseling, and I applaud those who do, almost always do because they can no longer bear the pain of what they're suffering. That's why Dr. Brand called pain a gift. And yet there's another great benefit of pain. Pain can lead to the development of our character. In his book, The Problem of Pain, C.S. Lewis penned one of his most famous lines. Pain insists on being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our consciences, but shouts in our pain. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. Daniel Ritchie, commenting on Lewis' statement, writes, We're most keenly aware of God's character in our suffering. It's when our self-sufficiency is peeled away that we see how weak we really are. It's in that moment of weakness that, as God tells us in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, my power is made perfect in weakness. It's in our pain, writes Ritchie, that God allows us to experience his power most intimately. There's one final gift of pain, one that we're seldom thankful for, but one which, when understood, is a priceless gift. I first encountered this gift of pain when I attended the funeral of my beloved mentor, Dr. Dallas Willard. It was a dark day, and I sat in the second row behind the Willard family. It was a great day of sadness, and grief just really overtook me. When the funeral ended, I decided to take a trip to Malibu, and I just drove out to a pier and sat all by myself and thought about his life. Fortunately, I took the program, the, the bulletin that was given to us for the funeral, and in it, the Willard family had printed a quote a quote I'd never heard before from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. It's a quote about our longing for the pain of the grief we feel for the loss of those we've loved to go away. But Bonhoeffer counsels us against making that pain go away. He writes this, Nothing can make up for the absence of someone we love, and it would be wrong to try and find a substitute. We must simply hold out and see it through. That sounds very hard at first, but at the same time, it's a great consolation for the gap, as long as it remains unfilled, preserves the bond between us. It is nonsense to say that God fills the gap. God doesn't fill it. But on the contrary, God keeps it empty and so helps us to keep alive our former communion with each other, even at the cost of great pain. Listen again. God doesn't fill the gap we feel in our loss. God keeps it empty, and that is how God helps us keep our bond alive, even though it's painful. Think this week about the gift of pain, the gift that no one wants. But think about how pain has led you to make changes, to bring about healing in your life, and even to keep the bond of love alive between you and those you've lost. Gracious God, we don't seek pain but pain is your gift to us. May we embrace it as we would a friend. Amen. I hope you join me next week for episode 38. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast at apprenticeinstitute.org. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And you can also subscribe, which means you'll get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, things above.